With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, hello, everyone. This is Dr. Eileen, and this is a Daily Dose of Medicine Walk. And for those of you who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio, this is Healing House Radio. So, I hope that, first off, all the mothers out there have a very happy Mother's Day. And being a mom is one of my favorite things in the whole wide world. I am just so happy that, you know, my sons are in my life. And it seems only yesterday that they were these little beings who were totally dependent on me. And now they're grown men. And yet it still makes me very happy that there is a closeness between us. So the question we're going to be addressing today has to do with parenting and specifically the relationship that empathy and parenting uh, kind of have with each other. And so, Our question today is, how does empathy affect the parent-child relationship? Well, in an answer, yes. And we talked about the empathic child. So this is going to focus more on the empathic adult. How do parents manage empathy when there is that deep resonance that they have with their child and that sense of, you know, when the child's going through different stages it can be really tough for an empathic parent because everything from, you know, did you eat the cookie? No, I didn't. And everything empathically is saying they ate the cookie. It goes into a very, very tricky place because you want to encourage children to be able to feel that they are unique beings, that they are able to express themselves And at the same time, honor the fact that you do have your intuition about things. If a child, you know, denies something and you're really feeling like it's, it, it's a load of what the bull left in the barn and calling them on it can be really, really challenging because then it's like, well, you don't trust me. And, and, you know, really there's a lot of emotion especially as as children grow and especially empathic children because we talked about empathic kids and how overwhelmed they can get and when you're the parent of a child whether they're empathic or not and um, I don't know the statistics on whether or not empathy is directly genetic I know that both my parents had it and worked with it especially my father Um, I know that both my sons have levels of empathic ability and so, yeah, but I don't know if it's a guaranteed. It's just because they're empathic parents does not mean necessarily an empathic child. Maybe they get a different type of gift. So from the perspective of the parent, there is that idea that, you know, 
you're vulnerable in some ways because you love your child. You want to, you know, see the best for your child. You want them to follow a particular path that you believe will make them happy. And can empathy be overridden by the story we want to create? Yes, which is why we really have to be able to focus on our empathy to recognize, okay, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm picking up. And I know that this is only one part of the puzzle. This is only one piece of the solution that we're looking for. So, you know, I mean, even when dealing with animals and, hey Luna, even when dealing with animals and, and you know, there's that kind of, you know, it's like, it's, it's amazing when dogs look guilty. <laughs> okay, fine, go over there. And, you know, it's when you look at a dog and you know that a dog has done something and they're looking at you like they know they did something. There you go. Say hi. Now, cats are different. Cats will do something and look you in the face. And it's not that they're really, you know, like, I'm sorry or denying. They're like, yeah, I did it. And <laughs> that sounds like a you problem if you've got an issue with this. Right, Luna? You are queen. There you go. So, um, children can be very similar to that. It's that idea that, you know, when a child is guilty and everything about them is radiating that they're guilty, they're afraid of consequences. So they're not always going to be straightforward and honest because they, you know, consequences concern them. And depending on what their experience has been, um, when my sons were young, we really made a big effort to make, when there was a behavior problem or an issue came up, it was about what happened, not who they are. It's not, you did this again. It's, wow, we have this circumstance that we really would like to change the outcome on this. And we're doing this, you know, the same thing is happening. How can we change this pattern? So the idea that it wasn't about valuing or devaluing them as a person. And, you know, the empathic parent also gets that projection. You know, children will respond to things angrily. An angry child will, they do not curb their energy. They do not monitor their energy. They really want you to feel their level of hurt. I hate you. You don't love me. And especially the I hate you and you don't love me, you know, that will draw in an empath because it triggers us. You know, we feel that, oh my gosh, this, this child of mine is in such pain and I'm aware of it. I feel that and I have to correct it. So sometimes it can make us overreact. It, sometimes it can make us respond in a way that doesn't get us the ultimate goal, the ultimate outcome that we want. Rather than being reactive, like, you don't love me. Yes, I do. And I do this for you. And I do that for you. And I do that for you. You know, that's kind of a reactive way. Stepping back from empathy, turning it down, because often around children, especially our own, in an issue, it's a good idea to turn the empathy down, actually. 
go by your visual cues, go by listening to them. You don't have to feel what they're feeling because of their close attachment to you. It's easy to get caught up in, you know, their emotion. And sometimes you have to be able to be that little bit more detached, still caring. You know, you don't want to come across as uncaring. And at the same time, you can go, okay, let's see if we can find the heart of what this problem is. And if you're in a place where you're really upset, why don't you go and, you know, you can scream into a pillow or you can, you know, go run around the block or, or, or whatever that you can do, you know, give them something that they can do so that they can bring their energy down to the point where it's like, okay, let's talk. Let's talk about this. Because a highly emotional child is going to create a reactive, empathic parent unless that parent knows and realizes, okay, a part of this anger and anxiety doesn't belong to me. It belongs to this child and it is a reactive moment for this child. So yeah, being a parent who is empathic means that we need to be able to dial it down, not get caught up in the swirling mass of emotion because the thing is empathy also will affect our inner child. Empathy will also create a reactive reaction based on what our woundings were, what our childhood experience was. If you were an empathic parent who grew up empathic, who was not supported, you know, when they were young, there is that vulnerability and that, you know, it's like, yeah, they were hurt and now they're reflecting the hurt that I felt. You know, if a, if a empathic parent, when they were little, they, they were judged or they were told that they were too sensitive or things like that, just basically being devalued. Empaths take that very deeply. So that if your child is coming to you and their energy is saying that you are devaluing them or they are feeling devalued, we can sometimes go overboard to try to prove that we're not just because we understand that hurt and we're feeling it echoed back from them. So take a step back, take a breath. You know, the really cool part about being an empathic parent is that you can raise your children to understand what empathy is, what it does, how it feels. And so that as they experience things, it creates an opportunity for you guys to talk. It creates an opportunity to go, oh, yeah, I understand that. You know, if, if a child comes home and is, you know, very upset or irritated, it's not about, well, why are you getting so upset? Why are you getting so irritated about what somebody else did or what somebody else experienced? The empathic parent can understand and say, there's a truck. <laughs> An empathic parent can understand and say, oh, okay. You know, is this yours or is it something that you picked up off somebody? Were you around someone who was really upset? Uh, you know, let's talk about this. You know, tell me what you're feeling. How much of this do you feel is yours? Because children can learn at a very young age to identify what's theirs and what's not. And if an empathic parent can say, okay, I understand what it feels like and how overwhelming this can be. Let's talk about how we can work through this. So empathy, you know, can be an 
really an excellent way to bridge between adults and children. And especially if there's empathic ability on both sides. And yeah, you can, you can tell whether or not a child feels guilty. But the thing is, just because somebody feels guilty doesn't necessarily mean they did something. It may mean that they were thinking something and they're guilty for the feeling guilty about thinking about it, but they didn't actually do it. So don't use your empathy to gauge whether or not your child is telling you the truth. Yes, they may be radiating that, you know, they did something that they swore they didn't. And you can, you know, use that as like, okay, that's one piece of evidence that comes in what I'm feeling, but let me talk to them and let's take a look at this. And if we can make it safe for them to be able to admit when they did something dumb, then, you know, we can be able to find a way to, you know, get a balance point with it. So it's tricky. It, it really is. It takes a lot of work, a lot of practice. And please contact me if you have questions about this, because there is a lot of benefit and a lot of very cool aspects to empathic relationships between parents and children. So thank you for joining me again. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. And if you like this video, please press like. We made our first 100 subscribers, which I'm so excited about. And that means in a couple of more days, I actually get my custom URL activated. So that's, that'll be exciting. And if you like this video, please subscribe. You know, we want to keep that ball rolling. Now that we've reached our first 100, you know, let's go for our second. And so, you know, I really want to build this up as something that is a, well, it's a source of support and a community that can come together and assist empaths in order to have the best possible life they can and utilize their gifts the best they can. So, again, thank you for joining me. And as always, I wish you balance and I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you and see you tomorrow. Bye. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.